Welcome to Surf Stories, the podcast brought to you by the Florida Surf Film Festival and Surfing's Evolution and Preservation Foundation. That's it. Yes. And uh, thanks to Surf Splendor Network for bringing this to you. We are very happy to bring on a new guest today. I sound like I'm doing the radio voice, don't I? No, it's good, man. Is, is it all right? Good. Okay. Yeah. I hate when the like the people on the news start talking with that fake voice, you know, the thing Howard Stern got rid of on the radio and made him famous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so uh, we are really happy to have Luke Cederman on the podcast today. And if you haven't heard about him, give us a little background, John. Yeah, uh, Luke Cederman, he has a, a web or a Instagram site called the Ragland Surf Report. And I think it's the funniest thing in surfing. Like he's the funniest surf comedian going right now, in my opinion. Well, he's making uh, poignant, funny sort of videos that we we all do. They're probably three, four minutes max in length, and you know some of them are shorter, but they uh, they're sort of self-effacing, but also like, oh my god, I I'm laughing out loud. I don't laugh out loud at much stuff these days. Yeah, no, they they're self-effacing, but also too, they're so right on the money. I know, like, yeah. He, when he does a video, you're either like, oh, shit, I've done that, or all my friends have done that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's where he gets his material from, too. You know, if you're if you're a good comedian, you'll pull yeah. all the shit you've done wrong He'll out and show it to the friends. world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, what a wonderful guest to have and uh, explore the, the mind of Luke Cederman, because I always find stand-up comics and comedians funny anyway he is i don't care what he says a comedian at heart and with his own sort of one-man team he he directs edits puts all these funny videos together and makes my world a happier place absolutely i gotta admit i was starstruck man like i was kind of fanning out over here i didn't know what <laughs> to too. say to the guy i was just like play golf with slater last week but uh i think luke cederman kind of got me nervous yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wanted to try to be funny because I, I like to think of myself as funny, even though I'm not. But yeah, I was uh, I was definitely a fanboy. OK, well, noted. We're trying to get him here to Florida at some point. Uh, we're we're going to see what the budget looks like for 2023. But I mean, if uh, I mean, if you think you found Boyd out with him on video, I can't wait to see how. Oh, we... Well, God, I can't wait to see. Uh, what kind of parody video he does about Florida. <laughs> <I> know, exactly. <laughs> there, there's so much content there. I know. Maybe we'll be listed as executive producers and also <laughs> the very butt of his joke, I would imagine. Yeah, no, but it was great to get to chat with him. And uh, despite what he says, he is a phenomenal surfer. And uh, I agree. We'll call it the Luke Cederman turn. Yeah, yeah. That is the Luke Cederman turn. You'll find out more about that. Uh, for uh, listeners of this podcast who enjoy... Uh, the format, um, he has his own podcast, and uh, I think he's been at it for a while now, 30, 45 yeah, four, episodes. I think 44, 45 episodes, and it's called the Ragland Surf Report with Luke, and it uh, looks like you can find it on Spotify and Apple and all the places you find podcasts. Yeah, so. hate to send people away from my own podcast, but uh, he is talented at that, and if you have an extra drive and you want to turn on uh, some New Zealand humor, I reckon you're going to find it. Yeah, no, I I highly recommend it. The guy's hilarious, so give him a listen. Yeah, absolutely. Way to go on all your hard work, Luke. And uh, here's our chat with with the man, Luke Cederman. 
not not as silky smooth as your voice with that um fancy oh, microphone yeah. you've got. I'm going full fucking Barry White on you, baby. Yeah, right. it's, it's, yeah, bit of bass in there. It's quite nice. All right. First question is: Did you see Derek Riley's post on that piece of property down on South Island? Uh, yeah, I saw it, but I didn't read it because most of the beach grit stuff is just full of shit, and I can't be bothered reading it. But um, I know it's tiresome, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's some stuff uh, in there that's all right, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I didn't read it. I, I mean, I kind of just glanced over it, and it was some guy selling a bit of land. Uh, I mean, in New Zealand, that happens every day, so it, I didn't really look into it. I hear you. No, it was certainly probably a plug for a friend is my guess. And the, uh, you know, I would say the piece of property was kind of idyllic, really close to the ocean and like right near a decent right-hander. They called it the, in the title of the article, which like you said, full of shit all, all the time. Yeah, quick bite, quick bite. Yeah. Yeah. Rick, uh, you know, Rincon of the South. So yeah. I'm thinking, oh, that looks pretty good. Under a million bucks, five acres, or, you know, that'll look pretty good to me. I was like, shit, maybe, maybe I'm going to join Luke and, uh, move my family down there and, and, uh, have a go. But, uh, I think I'm stuck on, uh, knee high, chest high inlet ragers yeah. with sharks. Well, the thing is there, that, that property, it's, um, I mean, it's not in the middle of nowhere, like there's, there's waves in that, but it's pretty isolated. There's no one around there. Yeah, um, it's kind of looked that so, way. I mean, if you're, if you're looking at any form of social life whatsoever, any kind of stimulation of the mind, you're not going to get it there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Where do you live? Um, Raglan, which is similar, I guess, probably. Is it really um, kind of remote? I mean, I know it's really... Nah, weird. it's not. It's... It's a two-hour drive from the biggest airport in New Zealand and the biggest okay. city. So, no, it's definitely not. Well, yeah, it seems like uh, if you're going to live somewhere in New Zealand, you're in the right spot. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's um, I mean, I definitely can't complain. At yeah, all. your forehand looks good. Shit, but whatever. Fair enough. Yeah, we got the same situation here. So. Uh, well, I guess I'll just give you a little background. We started this uh, surf movie festival in 2013, and then we came into COVID with uh, a desire to kind of keep it going, like whatever stoke we're creating in the community. And uh, one of the things we thought was, well, we'll probably make some sponsors happy too by doing this, but we're going to have fun with uh, a podcast and talk to so some of the these great folks that we've had come visit the festival, show their movies and tell some stories and and most of all tell some stories because you know a lot of them that we hear around that dinner table there uh get lost forever you know nobody ever records them or anything and uh they're pretty good like some of them are really fun so we we've tried to get those people on the microphone during covid and it's worked out so far where i think we're 34 episodes in with kirby and courtney brown being the last Yeah. I say what you need to do maybe is like at these these um these dinners, these conversations, just hide a microphone somewhere. Absolutely. That's when you're gonna get the best, most candid stuff. <laughs> I'm actually true. thinking about like I've got a podcast, but I've been thinking about doing that, just like you know, guerrilla podcasting. Just turn up with like with a microphone or just set up some microphones in some places and you know, just feed people alcohol and you know, just kinda that's when you're gonna get the juiciest stuff. I don't know about the legality behind that, but it's probably worth a bit of a roll of the dice. 
That's for the lawyers to sort out. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, right. You know, I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know if we have them here. I I uh I think your sponsor is probably one of the kindest. I do you ever get gun shy on any of your topics with uh Jack Links? I mean, do do they ever say, Whoa, dude, hold on? Not yet. Nah. That's great. Nah, pretty good actually. Um they kind of just let me, you know, they they've somehow uh formed this kind of um there's like a, a trust that they have uh with me and yeah. They just kind of just let me do whatever I want, which is perfect because it'll be a bit difficult trying to do what I do, but then having to, you know, try and get it over the board with, you know, um, I don't know, some people in an office or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, they're pretty, pretty good with it, actually. They just let me do what I do. That's amazing, man. I mean, the stand up yeah, paddle, uh, that's a great sponsor to have. The stand up paddle thing was hilarious. The, the giant sculpture on the beach was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well done. Well, that man. was an oldie, but um, I just kind of realized that I hadn't um touched on the the subject of stand up paddleboarding in, in quite some time. So I thought I'd just you know just repost that just to say that you know I'm still thinking about you guys, you stand up paddleboarders. You're still <laughs> you're still up here somewhere, uh, and I need to I need to touch on that subject again because um we we can never forget them. No, that's absolutely true, man. Uh, you have uh, pleased us, but also the the crowd at Florida Surf Film Festival with your humor. Um, we've had you on the big screen with the sunshine coming out of your ass, or whatever your mate's name was that had the sunshine coming out of his ass. I oh, think. that was a that was a very random video. That one. Was, yeah, uh... I don't know why it just got me. It <laughs> got me. That was fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, the other night, John and I were. Uh, recouping after i mean we spent two nights in a in a condo on the beach riding out the hurricane with kirby and courtney and uh didn't know if this festival was going to happen didn't know if we'd have power electricity and hilarious uh you know stuff going on around town. but anyway we finally make it to this the sobering event which was, was i say kind of sobering because you know you know we don't know how the audience is always going to react. They don't always laugh, but when your video goes up, it's a guarantee. And uh, we we got some really good laughs out of that. So thank you. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's one thing I've never actually done is like watched any of my stuff um, in front of any people at all. Because um, I'm pretty much just like I hang out in Raglan and like kind of just by myself uh, making my stuff. So I I have no idea what people even think of it really, and then I throw it out there and. So yeah, that know. was kind of my. That's kind of my first question: is uh, how? I mean, first of all, that would be a good idea. I mean, you don't want to sit in there self congratulate. It's kind of best if you let other people do it, like us. But it'd be cool if if you could stand back there a few times and just take in the laughter because it works. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, see, most of the filmmakers that come to the festival, that's the thing that they say is the most rewarding is watching other people watch their film and react in a way that they had hoped people would react. Um, some guys are a little more touchy than others. Some guys, you know, if they don't laugh at the right place, they, they get their feelings hurt. But most of the filmmakers come through and they treat it as a learning experience. They look at it and they go, this is how the audience reacted to this and this and this and um they take that and learn from it and go forward and when they're working on their next film and everything but yeah i i think you'd be pretty pleased because uh 
it's just nothing it's nothing but hilarity and john, john and i it, are looking for it all night yeah yeah it's awesome um so yeah have, have you been funny your whole life oh i don't i don't really consider myself funny i just you know i just uh i, I like talking shit and about different topics and subjects and um I don't know. I guess the intent is to try and and amuse and entertain, but um, ugh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing being funny because then you know people expect you to be funny, and then they they meet you and it's like, oh, be funny, and it's just like, well, I'm not gonna can't just be funny. I just am what I am, and if you find me funny, then that's what it is. But I'm not like I'm not trying to be funny. That's fucking yeah. weird. You know what I mean? But, no, uh, yeah, exactly. It is. Uh, you you've achieved a a minor level of uh, humor, funny guy, celebrity in the surf world for sure. Because you know, when I was coming into this podcast, I'm thinking, I hope he doesn't feel like he has to be funny. You know, I mean, I'm sure Will Ferrell and Chris Farley, every friggin' interview they ever did was, uh, you know, God, these guys are going to expect me to be funny, and here we go. So, um, but the straight interview of of who you are is why we're here today. We wanted to find out you know more about you maybe get a surf story out of you um good trip bad trip uh hellish you know conditions or fantastic conditions or maybe it's your your first trip sorry guys my gonna do not disturb from my old lady calling through she's hang on there's my son <laughs> i just this is extremely unprofessional i know i just i just literally hung up on my son for luke cederman that's how <laughs> devoted i am it's you good. guys yeah, you've got some priorities for the priorities. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So the uh um back to the point is I want to hear more about you because I know your background a little bit. You're really good surfer, but why don't you take it away and just give us a little background? Where what city are you from? Give us the goods. Oh whoa. I mean, geez, how long's a piece of string? Um uh I'm from Raglan, which is a small town of population of about 5,000, which, as I said before, is about a two-hour drive south of Auckland, which has a population of 1.5 million people, and a lot of them do that two-hour drive to come down here to share share these beautiful waves with myself and uh, all the other people who reside here. Um, but, yeah, it's a good, you know, good waves, probably one of the most, or, no, definitely the most um well-known wave or town in, in, in New Zealand in terms of surfing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just grew up here and uh, I'm a goofy footer. So love going left, never go right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of got all right at surfing. And then, I don't know, now I'm almost 40 and I'm trying to surf as much as I can, but then I get gout and then that stops me from surfing. And then... Um, and then I just drink too much. I'm getting overweight, so that's in the way. Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's basically who I am. Um, I don't really explain anything then. No, you uh, did fine. I think that did you compete? I can't. I, I think you did at one point, right? Oh, not really. Uh, just like in local events, regional events. Uh, yeah. Because being from New Zealand is not. Well, there's no surf industry. Like it doesn't. It doesn't really exist. Um, so there's not a lot going on in terms of, you know, surfing events and, um, you know, progressing further towards a, a professional surfing career, if that's the path that you are looking to take. 
Uh, there right. are some people who can do it. Um, there's a handful of guys that have been doing pretty well, but um, even then, it's 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 not hard. And I don't know. There's there's not there's not really a lot of younger talent as well. So um, the whole competitive surfing thing here is yeah. I don't know. People probably give me shit for saying this, but it, it's not very good. It kind of sucks. So now for us in Florida we end up a lot of times being kind of like a farm league for surf talent. And so you get any kid that shows any kind of promise. Um, they usually, the first thing they do is pull them out of school and put them in homeschool. And then if they really do have some, uh, some talent, then they immediately, the family moves them to California because that's where the surf industry is based. Do you guys find that in New Zealand? Like if a kid has talent, you ever see like a family, pack up and move them to like the gold coast or anything like that of Australia. Cause that's where it's all based there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that probably happens. Not, not too often though. Um, but yeah, I've seen that with, with some families that have taken their kids over to the, the gold coast. Cause that's kind of where the, you know, the Australasian hub of surfing is. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'd say that would, that, that would be the closest thing to what, what you've got going on over there. Uh, because it's pretty hard to to do much. You kind of have to go to Australia if, when you're younger to you know progress as a uh, professional surfer, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Obviously, that was not what I did. Um, but uh, you uh, have a hell of a top turn, my friend. I'm just, I mean, I know you've been told this, but uh, your filmmaking squ- skills are matched only by your uh, beautiful turns. Yeah, well, um, yeah, thanks. Uh, I think that's um, obviously it comes with many years of surfing, but also being a hundred and I think I'm 106 kg. So what's that, 235 pounds or something like that? Yeah, um, right here too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, people are just like, oh, you know, you're just doing those those turns because you're big, man. I've seen a lot of fat people that can't <laughs> turn a fucking surfboard, you know. And, so I'm just saying it's that. It's the the combination, you know, of of uh, strength, athleticism, yeah. size, and skill. You know, uh, I'm not saying I have of all of those, but I think if you get a couple of those together, you can do like you know somewhat impressive surfing turns. Um, so I'm kind of lucky that I've got some of those attributes, which allow me to do a bit of a bit of you know put it on rail. Um, Magic. And also, like I can't do ears anymore because of my size, so I just kind of have to focus my surfing on that one aspect. Do you ever do you ever like grunt your way through a potential air these days just for the fuck of it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I still love doing airs, but okay. um, I just do them less. Uh, yeah, I think when I was in Indonesia, um, like a month ago, whatever it was, my whole my goal the whole time was, you know, I was doing turns and shit like surfing good waves, but I just wanted to land one air, and I just could not do it. Um, <laughs> and then I, I think in my last couple of days, I just did some shit little air reverse, and I was just like. Yes, and it was just the lamest thing to be stoked on. But like, as someone who's nearing their forties, and like I said, one hundred and five kgs, even to achieve like a little goal, like some shit little air, was just, you know, I, I was actually quite stoked just to know that I can still do them. Yeah, no, no, that's that is funny because that one rail turn that you posted the sequence of with the giant fan, like that's the sickest fucking turn ever. Yeah. There's, I saw a ton of comments on it talking, calling you Pete Mendia yeah. and Aki and different, you know, all these different platitudes. But it's that is funny to hear that, you know, 
I do the same thing. You get you get stoked on something that is a personal goal, even though it's probably yeah. not the best thing you do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fucking bullshit. Always people just like, oh, Pete Mendia, you know, blah, blah, blah. oh, all good. He serves good in that, but like. No one was just like, yeah, that's a fucking Luke Sederman turn. No one said that. No one said that's a Luke Sederman turn. And I'm like, they will now, man. Because that's me. And so they're just trying to compare me to all these other people. And I was like, come on, give me give me some respect here. Like, that's a fucking Luke Sederman turn. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God, but, dude. Yeah. Your, uh, your projects continue to make us laugh. But, I mean, you also have some pretty... Uh, well, I mean, that's the whole point of satire. I mean, you've moved maybe from parody to satire, and then in 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 there, the the gender uh, video you posted, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago, or or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Was, was that Anastasia in the video with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Absolutely that was, um, hilarious. That that was that was pretty fun to do that one because uh, she hit me up and she was like, "Oh, what are you what are you doing? I'm coming to Bali. Do you want to shoot something or whatever?" And I was just like, "Yeah, sweet." And then um, I think that was like my last day there and I just pitched this idea to her and I was like, what do you reckon about this? And she was like, yeah, sweet, all good. Oh my she, God. she was cool. She was cruisy as. And uh, yeah, and then so I just like, I don't know. I got all these ideas like all the time and I've written stuff down that I, you know, it might have been a year or two ago that I've probably had that idea, but then I was like, okay, now I can use it. And then um, so I whipped that one up, which was, um, it was fun, but it was, it was quite funny too because like, there was a, um, I don't know if you saw, I did a follow-up video to that um, where I apologized yeah. to all the, the poor oppressed um, white men who um, who felt uh, who, who felt <laughs> offended that I had, um, I had, I had done something about, um, you know, women in the surf. So I had to yeah. apologize to them and <laughs> shit, that was funny. That was an eye-opener. That was an eye-opener. Oh my God. I, I bet it was uh, so accurate. It could not have been more accurate. All of that shit has come out of my mouth, unfortunately, at some point in my life. Oh, to some, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. Oh my god. And I just I think about all oh, the people that had to put up with me in the past, and it's it's oh, embarrassing. But um, but wonderful job on that one because uh, it did actually kind of obviously it's very good. So uh, well, I, think I it heard... struck a nerve with some people. That that was that was the problem that they were having. Oh yeah, well fuck, fuck off if you if you strike a nerve on that one. That was it, was, it could not have been more accurate. So this oh, book that you've got, do you have it on your computer in the notes section, or do you have it like in a real book that you write them down in, or how does that work? Oh, uh, just yeah, on on my notes on my computer and and my phone and that. So I just yeah, if I run out of ideas and I'll just scroll through there. I think it's like three thousand notes or something, and it's just. It's a, it's a, it's a bit difficult because it's just you know I'm just like I have to scroll through and there's so much shit on there and then there's like there's notes that say eggs milk you know like shopping lists <laughs> and stuff like that right. so yeah it's just yeah it's a bit tricky but you know sometimes I'll stumble across an idea that I had you know sometimes you know maybe I was out partying and I was a bit pissed or something and I had some idea and oh shit that'll work now so I'll use that but um yeah it's quite handy. About do you have a crew of one, or are we talking? Try, yeah, or uh, you have a, a an old faithful friend that's uh, helping you produce? Um, no, I yeah, pretty much I do everything, but then I'll get like obviously like I'll get people in to help you know act or whatever it is. Yeah, 
I mean, everybody you use uh, plays it straight. I'm, how many takes are you doing? It, it seems like the, everybody that you involve is really on point, too. I don't know. It's Gee, really. I do yeah. think so. Like either I'll, your I'll buddy, sure I tell them all that. Yeah, your buddy in the yeah. Surfline video, fucking hilarious, man. I mean, oh, I, I you, yeah, I know you did two of them, but like there was one that you shared with us that we showed at the festival. It was the oh, surf yeah, the surf forecast one where you're roll, looking at the eight yeah, ball yeah. and rolling the dice. Um, could not have been. I mean, that guy played it so well. So yeah, no, anyway. he's, he's he's good. He's good. He loves doing it too. So I usually try and rope him in. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's usually a couple of other people that I'll hit up and try and get them to do it. But then I've got other friends I've, I've always tried to rope in. I'm like, come on, man, be in a video, be in a video. You'll, you'll be great. And they're just like, oh. And then they'll just, you know, they're not too sure about it. And then I'll make one and it'll, and it'll be really, you know, it'll be good or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, you, sh you should have got me to that one. It's like, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. they're in it or not, don't sit on the fence. So, yeah, because yeah, I think some people obviously like, Putting yourself out there can be a little bit difficult for some people, but I'm, I'm used to it now because I've been doing it for ages, so I don't really give a shit. But I guess for some people to, you know, put themselves out there in a video, it's um, it can be a little bit daunting, I guess. Oh, yeah. As soon as you turn the camera on, it, it changes things for some folks, and me included oh, totally. in the past. Kind of gotten used to this podcast thing, but at first I was a little timid, you know? I mean, you, you, you have to kind of grow into it, right, John? Absolutely. All right. Well, all right. So this is all good stuff. It's a one man crew, a tripod or five, I'm sure. Um, you use an iPhone. What are you using to shoot these things? Um oh hold on. I gotta hit uh a Sony something or other. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I got a couple That's... of Sony's and just a bunch of lenses and shit. Um I don't know, pretty straightforward stuff, but yeah, they're just good because you can. It gives you a, a like an option to make stuff that looks really good as well. Like uh, most yeah. of the stuff, I could just shoot on a phone. But um, some stuff, like I need like better, better gear to, I don't know, make it look nicer. Fair enough. I would imagine you got to have uh, a little thought about lighting and audio, uh, lavaliers and things like that if you want it to sound somewhat professional. I mean, how often are you miking people up for these things? Oh, pretty much every time. Yeah, um, I figured I can tell the qualities there. Yeah, because one thing I um I noticed early on is that you got to have decent audio, otherwise it's just like uh, audio. Like obviously, for something with a bunch of dialogue, is one of the most important things. But um, I used to just um I used to just have the 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 old cell phone, the iPhone, and just put it like in a pocket or something. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> sync up the audio with the camera, but that became a pain in the ass, and then um. Got these uh these road things. Have you seen these ones? The wireless mics. Awesome. Uh, that's cool. I need to look into that. I I don't know much yeah, about things. filmmaking other than yeah. basics. That's cool. All right. And you are uh, just attaching them to the camera, and they feed the. Yeah, you take them here, and then connect it to the camera, and then you've got like a a couple of wireless receivers, and you can put Beautiful. that mic stuff. Insane. Really All right, good deal. When you're hiring for a small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role, and there's no faster or effective way than through LinkedIn Jobs. 
Your time and capital are precious, and there is a powerful resource that can help you focus on what you're good at and integrate people into your team seamlessly to help grow your business. LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to find the right professionals for your team efficiently and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. Everyone is already on LinkedIn with their resumes and references, and now LinkedIn has designed a hiring platform to connect you with candidates specifically qualified for the job that you post about. More than a billion professionals meticulously organized to connect people by skill set to help us all advance our position. 2.5 million businesses already use LinkedIn for hiring, and 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's that fast, easy to use, and effective. LinkedIn Jobs can help you write job descriptions, filter the right person to you, and give you the tools to help you interview them like a pro. LinkedInjobs.com surf is where you go to post your job for free. Yes, totally free. Free. That's linkedinjobs.com slash surf to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Right on. Do you have a filmmaking background? Did you come out of that industry at all? Uh, nah, not really. Yeah. Um, uh, I did like, I studied film for like a year, year or two, but um, I don't, I don't really like studying. So I stopped doing that. <laughs> um, and then I picked up doing this stuff maybe like five years ago or something. I'd always been into like editing and and filmmaking and all that sort of thing. But then, yeah, a few yeah five five six years ago, I was just like, ah, oh, I want to, you know, make my own little videos, make a little series, I guess. The uh, last one where you're you're forcing your buddies to watch, including uh, you're playing the same character. But what the fuck did I do to deserve this? Guy sitting on the couch in the home video uh again guilty fucking done that to my friends i, I think everyone's done dude, it. Everyone's I, done i've it. spent 40 80 hours on these home videos thinking to myself this is quality there should be an award for this and it's my buddies are going to enjoy it they're gonna look at that spray and that kind of thing again you just nail the sensibility of every one of us and uh we all either fall apart in laughter or uh walk away in shame and uh god man you're just absolutely crushing it so I just want to say congratulations on this venture of yours because it's obviously hugely successful, man, and it's fun. So thank Great. you. Appreciate that. It's good, good to hear. Good to hear. And like I said, like most of the time, I'm just like, you know, hanging out at home or whatever. So, you know, and the only real feedback I get is just like comments on Instagram and that. So it's actually nice to like talk to some people and, um, you know, just uh, really just soak in the, the praise really good just, good yeah you should absolutely uh how would you feel about coming to florida to visit for a festival sometime um yeah i've always wanted to go to florida um i'm just saying that to be nice i've I really wanted to go to florida but yeah yeah no, definitely. <laughs> nobody wants to come to florida no i know i was like that's why i mean you have to ask somebody if they want to come to florida right i mean i fucking get it but uh we would you know, if you're in a pinch, let's say it's a season where the waves look just dismal, and I don't know if that happens in Ragland or not, but uh, we would love we would love to have you out here one time. We this consider this an invite. If you see something in your 12 to 24 month horizon where you're like, I think I could do a couple weeks in America, 
Well, uh, I need to. I need. I need to go to the states because um, I haven't been there since I was like very young. So yeah, I really want to go back there and you know just meet some people and just you know schmooze around. Maybe yeah. make, uh, make a few videos. <laughs> um, I think you could. With... Uh, it would be an idea generator for sure. And obviously, if you don't already have ideas on how to make fun of Americans, you're gonna get a few while you're here. Uh, what about? Uh, I'm sure that can't be too difficult. Yeah, that's right. What about uh, family? You have a family it's tough to leave or are you solo? Can you get over here without like worrying about people back home? Um, oh, I made the wise decision of not having children uh, many years ago and I've uh, been sticking sticking by that. And so far, it's, it's working out really fucking good. I have <laughs> so much freedom. Like it, it's it's awesome. And it's kind of like that, that point's reiterated like every day that I... I hang out with my friends or, or my my siblings that have children and and you know I love the love all the you know my nieces and and all that sort of thing but geez it's good not having your own um so yeah my, I'm pretty flexible with that and I mean you know maybe years down the track I'll I'll regret that decision when I'm lonely by myself and I uh, have no no grandchildren or children, but whatever, you know, that's fucking future Luke can figure that out. So <laughs> right. um, no, exactly. I'm, I'm pretty flexible, actually. It's good to be flexible. Then uh, we'll, we'll probably be reaching out to you at some point and uh, love to have you come over. Um, you have any good surf stories from your, your life surf trips or whatever in, in mind that uh, come up, we can always like pause and cut this shit out if you want to take a minute. But John and I always kind of put people in the hot seat and, we don't give them any prompts at all, which is not very nice. But first surf no, trip. That's, that's the way to do it, though, isn't it? That's the way to do a podcast is have like a, you know, a free flowing conversation. Um, I think so. But I don't know. It's uh, surf stories. Fuck. Yeah, but no, you, you definitely have put me on the spot, though, I must say. Yeah, no doubt. And I've we were surfing well over like, I reckon I've surfed probably over a thousand times. So. To try and think back into one of those <laughs> minimum thousand times for something interesting that's happened. Um, I can't, yeah, nah. I mean, there's there's never been anything like no like kind of defining moment while I've been surfing that's kind of changed my outlook on life or anything like that. Um, although well, I good. did almost drown last week, but then in saying that, I am being overly dramatic. I just, um, I snapped my leash and I'm not very fit at the moment. So I, I did my life did flash before my eyes um, ever so briefly, but I managed to like get my board. I caught up to my board. So I thought I was actually like, I was actually scared for my life because it was, it was probably like double overhead, probably triple quadruple overhead, you know, hamming up the story. Oh, but, <laughs> um, it, it was like, but it was, it was too big for me is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, um, and I snapped my leash and then, um, yeah, I just I was just lucky. Uh, I don't believe in a higher higher being or whatever, but if there was, they were looking out for me that that day because my surfboard was just floating about two three meters away from me, and I was I was able to swim up to it and catch it. And um, but yeah, I mean that's not a very good story, but that's the the most recent. That was actually my last surf, so that's probably why it's um, just <laughs> on my mind. I take it it was at home then, eh? Uh, it was up in uh, Auckland, which is the city of 1.5 million people. Um, but about yeah, there's, there's decent surf up there too. So anyone who's thinking about coming into 
New Zealand. There's other places that, you know, get waves, not just Raglan. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, wow, it sounds like it was it was big. And obviously, Flight of the Concords, uh, any influence there from their brand of comedy or any? Are you a fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like what, what those guys do. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, it's, but it's, it's very New Zealand. Like, um, I guess we're kind of sort of dry, understated sort of people, you know? So a lot of the times, like the, the, the humor thing or whatever is just, it's not really like a, an intent to, to be funny or, or, you know, it's just kind of a natural thing. You because know, we kind of just understate things. Whereas I think, um, yeah, like like you Americans and that, you're like you're very you're much more sort of sort of animated and um, like you know if you get an a, American telling a story, it's all very you know it's all smoke and mirrors and you know whoa you know very loud and stuff. But like with a New Zealander, it's just a bit more um, understated, you know, and casual. That makes yeah. sense. I, I do. I love that uh, that tone and effortless comedy is always funnier when than somebody trying to be funny. And in fact, I think you know the lack of comedies on the big screen in the last four or five years, and and even on TV and TV drama, nobody really sets out to make comedies. You don't have any old school or wedding crasher movies really coming out, and they're too risky. People, you know, the yeah, studio well, lose a lot of money on them. So yeah, the fact yeah, you that's know, what I think. That's what I think too. They are they are becoming a little bit too risky. Like, um, yeah, studios are there probably just like, oh, you know, don't want to touch that just in case it offends someone. And then if you can't like tiptoe that line, it's going to be shit and it's not going to be funny. So there's no point even making it. Um, that is a that is the tough spot, you know. I mean, you leave it to basically stand up comedians who uh, can walk as close to that line as anybody before they're canceled or whatever, you know, but, um, the, uh, the hope is that everybody lightens up a little bit and, uh, you're well on your way to helping people, uh, in that regard. So I think it says a lot, man. There's not a lot of funny content out there. I can't remember the last time we showed a funny surf movie other than Spencer Sterling's gold, which was gold. I thought it was really, really great. And, uh, you know, it's just, it doesn't happen anymore. So um, we want to say collectively, thanks again and uh, keep up the hard work. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. You know, thanks for having me. Um, have you, did you see uh, Sterling's latest um, venture into, uh, it, it's kind of, it's like a podcasty sort of thing. Have you seen that? Yeah, oh yeah. The back of the band. Yeah. I, I love uh I love it. The pinch my salt, I think is the name of his work. And it's yeah. it's definitely a great it's a great parody of, of of everything that I mean he he's just he's smart. He knows how to make people laugh too. He he cracks yeah. me up. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he really is. Um all right, well uh keep up the good work for all of us. We're gonna send out an invite to you at some point. Um try to get you over here for a few beers and good surf movies and then you can kind of go cruise around on your own and make fun of us. Yeah, for sure. When's your guys' uh, festival? We do it four times a year. We have uh, February. Four times a year. Sure. Yeah, so like the competitive year, if you call it. We we do give awards at the end of the year. But so because nobody can sit down for five nights and watch surf movies in a row. 
it would yeah that's that's what mad. I'm yeah so we do one night in february two nights in june one night in august and then two nights in november and uh kind of spread it out nicely oh nice yeah it's not bad and then you know we'll pick a season where the waves are hopefully good here and not good where you are and then you don't give up anything and well you got to go over to california for a couple of weeks too i'm sure and yeah yeah make to be the honest, I, I surf once every three weeks so i mean that doesn't really bother me i hear you <laughs> i know i'm getting there myself well uh i've always wanted to visit raglan so uh when and if we ever get down there we'll uh we'll pay you a visit for sure and uh in the meantime thanks again for sharing your time this morning yeah no worries yeah give me a yell if you have over here you know Always Absolutely. needing more people in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot, Luke. Take care, dude. Thanks, All right. Cheers, guys. All right, yeah. man. All right. I don't think that guy can not be funny. It's it's absolutely true because the parts that when we were talking to him, I thought were hilarious and coming out just like normal conversation for him were in fact upon re-listening I, I i went back and listened to pieces of it with you just a minute ago yeah and uh, we were laughing our ass off yeah so it's just like he, it's like a fine wine the brother gets uh, funnier with time yeah and he's just one of those people that like there are certain comedians that just are funny and they don't even try to be uh, and, no. or maybe they're trying i don't know it seems effortless for him it's so new zealand though isn't it yeah he's right yeah. That is that is very much what I would imagine. Yes. So, do you want to go to New Zealand sometime? I've always wanted I know, to go to man. New Zealand, man. Wainui. How could you not? Yeah. There's so much good, beautiful surf there. What's holding us back? Money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And a, and a job. It's weird because we're almost millionaires from this podcast. I know. That's right. Good point. Well, I tell you, uh, the the discussion with Luke was was great. Uh, when he comes here, we'll hopefully have to sit him down for a little few few more comments and uh, get his take on some movies or something. We'll call it the the Raglan Surf Movie Review or something. Hopefully, oh my God, that'd be hilarious, right? To, <laughs> to watch him critique surf movies would be amazing. Yeah, it's like Mystery Science Theater three thousand <laughs> with Luke Seaman. <laughs> All right, so uh, one thing I wanted to plug, thank you, Luke, uh, is uh, moving on from that, uh, Cold Water Eden, my uh, good friend and uh, former big wave surfer, father of two, Bundoran, Ireland local, Richie Fitzgerald, has come out with a book. and uh, Former podcast guest. Former podcast guest, thank you. And uh, it's called Cold Water Eden. I uh, have written a short review for the surfers journal of it and uh, i won't spoil it but it's good um really good and i think you guys john you have a copy now by your bedside do you i do i unfortunately have not started it yet but it is on the bedstand and uh it will be started soon it's hard to put down i know uh you know i'm trying to be unbiased and uh but i can't I, i can't lie to you it is hard to put down it's a good book and richie knows how to turn a phrase he's engaging uh, his history uh, is profound. I mean, just the impact he had on Irish surfing is unreal. And I still can't believe uh, how wonderful of a person he is at the root of it all. So, yeah, he's got this great book out. It's called, again, Cold Water Eden. You can find it uh, 
online somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, pick it up for a Christmas present. Absolutely. What a great read. Yeah. For any any surfer will enjoy that. Um, go ahead and pick it out. I, th- I think you guys would uh, love it. Give it a try. If you don't like it, um, sorry, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, we just want to thank some sponsors. Um, I mean, obviously, Monster Energy, the presenting sponsor of the Florida Surf Film Festival. Love what those guys help us accomplish. Um, bringing filmmakers and surfers uh, to the festival. And then, of course, Rourke and Globe and Red Dog, Yeti, um, all those great sponsors that we have for the festival. Just want to like to say thanks to those guys. Yeah, we had a good year. 2020 was fantastic. I mean, between... 2020? 2022. Yeah. 2022 was amazing for filmmakers. We had Peter Hamlin, Ben Gravy. Uh, Dick Metz, uh, Ben Wyland, Ben Wyland, Ben Gulliver, uh, Ben Gulliver. I mean, the list goes on. We just had November with Jack Coleman, Brown Brothers, and, uh, Kirby and, and Courtney Brown. So by now, hopefully you've listened to that podcast. So uh, thanks for listening. Our uh, we couldn't do it without our sponsors, Surfing's Evolution and Preservation Foundation, um, and many more. So check out our website for further details and thanks for listening yeah and i mean next florida surf film festival coming up february 4th we'll have some great movie announcements here over the holidays let you know what we're showing but yeah we're excited about getting started for next year for our 10 year anniversary absolutely look for two more podcasts in december folks and we'll talk to you soon Cheers.